It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The SEN track into Dominion 2022. Celebrating the best harness horses. Visit id22.com.au. This is the SEN track into Dominion show. Hello and welcome to the Punters Podium ID22 Grand Final Preview Show. I'm Tim O'Connor, your host, and I have assembled one of the biggest lineups uh, possible for the next hour to preview this massive meeting from Tabcourt Park, Melton, on Saturday night, of course, including the two big ones, the Inter-Dominion Trotting and the Inter-Dominion Pacing Grand Finals. I might start with the man to my right, Darren Carroll, joins us here in the studio. Darren, wonderful to have you on. I feel like uh, you're almost part of my family these <laughs> last couple of weeks. We've been on the phone every day. Texting back and forth, and I've run into you at the races a few times. How are you travelling? Yeah, good, thanks, Tim. It's uh, been a marathon, the, uh, the Dominion, so not only for the participants, but it's for the followers as well. It's, uh, it's a real hard couple of weeks' work. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not only for the horses, trainers and, and drivers, is it? It's, it's about the punters and yeah. the second half or the other half of the Carroll Brothers. When I first started at Harness Racing Victoria, <laughs> I heard about these this mysterious Carroll Brothers, and uh, I finally got to meet them, and Brett... Carol joins us here in studio as well. Brett, wonderful to have you in. And uh, how are you holding up after this big couple of weeks of punting? Hey, Tim, good to see you. Uh, yeah, I must say I'm finding it a little bit, I'm a little bit uh, tired as well from the amount of form <laughs> research. And the punter's podium has amplified the stress a little bit. I normally would be pretty chilled out about my own uh, investments, but taking on investments for a large group of punters, it does uh, amplify the stress a little. So I'm glad we've done okay so far and I'll be absolutely ecstatic if we can extend that run to the final night because the hard work will be of work, will be worth it. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm actually, sorry, Tim. No, yeah, go on. The, the heats are always, as you would expect, quite difficult a prospect for punting because you're worried about are they tactical uh, plays going to qualify for the final, whereas here we are, we're at final night, all bets are, you know, all the, uh, you know, all stops are out here. Everyone is like ready to go. We've had a good look at them. So I'm actually think this is the best betting card so of the final. Tonight. I'm confident for Saturday night because I find bets that I can see and go, okay, I have a bet. I'm happy. Whereas sometimes in the heat, you're like, mm. I find it hard. Am I going to find a bet? But yeah. We, not that they're not trying, but uh, no, there's other not. factors at play uh, in those 100%. heat nights. And we'll talk about that as well. And the other guest we've got in here is Mitch Sidebottom, very well-known voice. Uh, not so well-known face around the SEN studios. You've just uh, introduced yourself to a few people. Mitch Sidebottom joins us as our third panel member. Welcome, Moo. It's great to have you in studio. Yeah, thanks, Toc. Good to be here. And, um, yeah, the, the Carol boys to either side of me, they've done an amazing <laughs> job uh, so far with the punters' podium. And, um, yeah, it was nice that they asked for my help at Shepparton, not that they needed it. We agreed on on pretty much most things. And, yeah, I've just given them a small amount of money and watched it grow throughout the series. So hopefully that continues. On, yeah, uh, absolutely. On You've been one of the ones that have let it roll over. Darren, I might go to you. You are the skipper, the the uh, the spiritual leader of the punters' podium. And I just want you to – there's probably a few people tuning in wondering what we're talking about. But punters' podium, what is it? So in simple terms, um, we're the old-style punters club. Um, so $20 a ticket, um, buy as uh, few or as many as you want. Um, all that money's pulled together. 
Um, once we gain a pool, um, then Brett and I bet on behalf of everyone who's bought a ticket. And our aim is to um, increase the starting pool to an end pool. And whatever that end pool is, we divide by how many tickets. So, um, so, so far, if you had have invested $100 on night one, you'd be up to um, what, $325. So, so that, um, uh, in, simple terms, in simple terms, uh, that's not a bad result. Yeah. So there's been a fair few that have let it roll. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's nice. And what about the starting? What sort of uh, pools have we been talking about here? So Ballarat was night one on November 26, yep. and we moved to Shepparton on November 29 on the Tuesday night and Geelong last Saturday night. So the three rounds of heats have all been really well supported. What sort of numbers are we talking? Pretty consistent, the pools. Um, around about uh, twelve or 13,000 was night one. Um, Shepparton was a little bit less. Oh, I think they're all around yeah. about between twelve and 14,000. Yeah. So it's probably a good number. Yeah. Uh, the jackpots have been great. So TAB have jackpotted some first fours through all the heats, which are great. $10,000 jackpot that en- generally ends up with a pool of 50 K. So you're getting a great quotient of 20% of a final pool being a jackpot. And it's going to be similar case on Saturday night in the final, the Indominion Paces is 100,000 or 50,000? 50, uh, 50, I 50 think. 50 into the first four. Yeah. That will grow into a probably 300,000. So you're still looking at a, you know, 15 to 17% quotient of jackpot. And the quality will be 100K jackpot, which usually grows to 500K. So once again, you're looking at a pool where 20% of it is jackpotted. So it gives you, you're basically negating the, um, the, the takeout that the tab usually yeah. take. So you're pretty much on a hundred percent market on a quaddy more or less. So it's pretty played, cool. We haven't played many quaddies through the carnival so far, no. mainly because the pools haven't been high, but we're going to have a real whack at it on Saturday night. So that's, uh, I was going to ask you about key, stra- whack, yeah. I was going to ask you about key strategies as we head into the final night. Look, well, where are we at now, Darren? We've got a pretty good carryover, 10 grand or thereabouts uh, 12, already 12, there. 12,000 before you even hit the track. Yeah. So. And we're going to have a great input from the TAB yeah, and HRV. I haven't seeds. got a final figure on yeah. that, but uh, it's going to be up around $2,500 on top of that going in, a bit of extra free money. And then, yeah. look, we're going to have between three and 5,000 people on track. You've got to think 25,000 or 20,000, don't we, if we have a real crack? Well, I'm aiming for 30. I reckon if we get to 30. <laughs> and a few listeners obviously tuning in now, we will let you know at the end of this show how to get yeah. involved because you can get involved off track. That is one of the key reasons we're doing this mm. um, because there's wonderful coverage. Racing.com are taking the coverage on free-to-air TV, Sky Channel, SEN Track, RSN, stacks of ways to listen and watch. Uh, and also if you, if you can't get on track, but if you can get on track, walk up and, and buy a ticket. So... Yeah. It's going to be a wonderful night. Moo, you've run punters clubs before. How uh, the Carroll boys, they're as good as they in the in the game. It's not easy to turn a profit, as, as Brett said, and you've got hundreds, sometimes thousands of people uh, almost breathing down your neck uh, with the pressure on. So it's not an easy game. No, definitely. Um, there's always a punter that comes up at the end of the night <laughs> that thinks they could have done a yeah, better job. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's... Uh, the amount of times I look and, and Darren and Brett have ran punters clubs at country cups, etc. And, uh, to, to turn over that much money and, uh, and finish a lot of the time with a profit is, um, speaks volumes of how, how good a punter they are. And, um, it's hard in a sense, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket early. So, um, you sort of got to, uh, keep a bit in reserve throughout the night so you can, you can hit out if, if you need to late, um, that's that your hasn't, style, Mitch. You like to hit out late? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll like to be up a, to be long in front, way, <laughs> a long way in front. but uh, Just hit out further. And the boys You've been known to have some plunges late, though, haven't you? 
Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah sometimes. But, um, uh, look, yes. it, we'll go to a break shortly, and then we'll, we're going to end this show the next uh, across the next half an hour. So we're going to attack each race, but not from a, a runner-by-runner form perspective, guys. We're going to have a look at it. Um, look, there might be a couple of races we gloss over. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Uh, Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki will be on later on today to go through every race in depth across an hour and a half. But we're going to go from a punting perspective Maybe race one, we don't really want to have a bet there. We gloss over it. Race two, we really narrow down and, and have a crack. I'm sure you've got some races. But in general terms, Darren, if you've got a key strategy, you're talking about quaddy jackpots and first four jackpots. Are they the main bet types you're focusing on Saturday night at Melton? It's a little bit different, um, the strategy this week, because we actually like a couple. So we've had early bets in races two and three that we really like that are okay odds. Um, so we're on early, um, but then we certainly will attack the quaddy in a big way and we'll attack the first four again. So through the jackpots, um, and then we'll just see how we're going, really. But, um, yeah, we like a couple early. Brett, is, is the first four jackpots, have they been, the through, through the three heat nights of Punters Podium this year, have they been the success story so far, the first fours? Or is there is it a couple of win bets that have landed some profits? Because we have turned profits yes. uh, all broken even on all three nights. That's a good question, Tim. Uh, I think that our best bet by far has been the, consistently the first fours. They've definitely been our best money earner followed by place bets, oddly enough. Yeah. So the place bets have been pretty good. I reckon we've, have we landed a win bet? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe That's a good question. We, we've been it's on funny. one side of a lot of multis, but we don't, I don't think we've landed a multi. We've or certainly, or a, I'd say yeah. place bets, number two, first yeah. four is number one. And at the bottom them. would be quaddies. Mm. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, that, that night at Shep, I know that you guys had a, a couple of doubles into Mac Dan. The first and night at first night, first oh, yeah. night, sorry, cool. yeah. And he won yeah. his next two. We rounds, still got so. one multi in, yeah. We got Major Meister home in the multi. Yeah. Well, it was mainly um, where we've mapped them right. Yeah. So especially the first fours, like we've mapped, um, and y- gone fairly thin and then wide. Yep. Um, I think at Shepherd and we nailed a race where we got the place bet right and we nailed the hatchback was the horse. Yeah, and we nailed the trifectas. First four. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a twelve thousand dollar return. That yeah, that one that race good. and. Yeah. Um, but probably on this, just looking at this grand final night, there's less short price favourites, I think. So probably more yeah. win mm. bets yep. and maybe a few variations of the quaddy, which we'll get to at the end of the show. Yep. Let's uh, take a quick break, get a glass of water. We've got 10 races to get through. We'll start with races one to four in the next segment. And uh, please stay with us because we're going to find plenty of winners. The SEN Track Into Dominion 2022. Celebrating the best harness horses. Visit id22.com.au. This is the SEN Track Into Dominion show. Welcome back to the Punters Podium ID22 Grand Final Preview Show. We've set up the show. We've introduced our punters, the Carroll Brothers, Mitch Sidebottom, myself, Tim O'Connor. We're ready to attack the card now. And we're going to start with race one on the Big Ten race card from Melton on Saturday night. This is not one, guys, that... Just from talking to you off air and in the days leading up, it's not a race we're going to launch into, I don't think. Uh, I might start with you, Brett. You had a couple of observations because we got a pretty good form line through uh, Saturday night at Geelong with a, a couple of runners going around there uh, in Polly Put the Kettle On and Julius Shadow. What did you make of, yeah, well, of that at, race? They're at the top of the market, which is Polly Put the Kettle On is expected to get to the lead and Julius Shadow probably sit outside it and it did beat Polly Put the Kettle On in the heat. But what did, oh, sorry, they ran a 34 second lead time, which is pretty much close to a record time at Geelong, close to, equates to about a 54 second first half. So it was pretty unusual. So unex, un, unsurprisingly, Polly did um, uh, run out of gas, so to speak. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I always got to throw one in. But, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not sure that the, 
Julia's shadow is that dominant over Polly based on the heat. And Stravinsky is an Emma Stewart horse, which the word we were getting the other night was it would just win. It was very disappointing. And I'd be very seldom would just see an Emma Stewart horse butter up and not perform. So I'd be, you know, thinking it'll be behind the leader. Polly will be in front. So you've got Emma Stewart horses, leader behind leader. I'd be letting them, letting them go myself. Yeah, it's a no-bet race for me. No-bet race for you. Moo, you, you playing in the early one or are you keeping oh, your power I dry? Julia's shadow was a fraction of value off the second line. But if Polly put Kettle on finds the front without doing too much, it's going to be very hard to beat. So I'd be tossing up between those two. And obviously, yeah, Stravinsky, on what I've seen, I wouldn't wouldn't be touching it. But obviously, the stable have a higher yeah. opinion on it. Steve Duffy, I was uh, having a quiet beer at Shepparton uh, after the last on... Tuesday night, and Steve Duffy told me Serge Blanco would be winning at Geelong, uh, and did just that at a nice price. Twenty set mail. Yeah. Oh, well, I uh, I kept that quiet, didn't I? No. <laughs> get the B set on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Serge Blanco twenty three into seven on Saturday night. Any hope at all, guys? I think it'll have to do too much work early, and I don't think it's a horse that can do that. Um, be right. I mean, if it crossed and crossed and handed up without doing anything, yes, it can win. It's been well. Been but well back, 23s yeah. into, yeah. into A touch short I've now. I've got the top two yeah. well ahead. Of well me. ahead. Julia Shadow and Polly Put Kettle on. Yep. Let's move on to race two because race one's not one we're overly keen to launch into by the sound of it, guys. But uh, race two is, and this is a, a well-known horse to anyone who followed the trial show from the horse's mouth. Darren, we were part of uh, a few weeks ago. Whiskey Cavalier is $6 into $2.70. I know you were keen to play at the $6. Are you keen to play at the two seventy? I'm certainly keen to play, uh, and already have played, but um, perhaps Mitch can uh, give us a summary first because he's played hot, better than what we have. Yeah, yeah sorry about that again. <laughs> You're on, guys. Mitch. Uh, I was I waiting at the TAB. I was, I was waiting for it to open and hoping it opened sort of $4 plus, and it, it did. It opened $6. So uh, as Big Cat would say, I took care, care of it. In a big way, I'm very impressed with the horse since I saw it trial first. Just looks like a proper racehorse to me, and it's got the will to win. Um, first up, I was surprised by the late drift um, in nice, the market. It? It, it was, it was. And mm. every time another horse sort of came at it and challenged it, it responded, and I love that about Which a good Which was the same as the trial, horse. wasn't it? It was. In the trial, it just broke the clock, and it still yep. switched off and on in the trial. Yeah. So it has absolutely. had another trial since that win, yeah. and it was against... Uh, Major Moth, Moth was Major it? Major Moth yeah, and which, and they ran home in didn't lose any ground. No, ran home in fifty four ish with a grip. And yep. according to Andy Gath, the trainer, it's going to be driven with one run, which I quite like yeah, I to see horses do that. So obviously it's played up a bit at the start last time. So I'm guessing the plan, and that's why it would have trialed since get the horse to relax early, get the horse to be comfortable during the race. And Andy sounds very confident that it's just going to be too good. To just go uh, whooshka down and the back straight. Fear cruising in the race is going to be speed on early, wouldn't you? Because it's got that high rolling speed, so um, it's not going to be really slow lead time. So it gives us an opportunity to just be driven with one run. And look are, out. are we involved in the punters, uh, punters yeah. podium? So talk, talk us through what bet you have. So had. we missed out on the sixes because Mitch, I was standing at the terminal Sorry. and couldn't push the buttons quick enough. <laughs> hey, but, it's all, uh, all it's a fair game. Yeah, you know? that's <laughs> right. But we went back went back today and had not, had a go at three dollars because we thought um, we better get involved before. But, but if our pool gets high enough, we'll have more on okay. because because of the barrier draw and we have got an Emma Stewart horse that's favourite in the race, mm. then it's going to be 
around the 280 mark regardless. Uh, Sarah O'Reilly from New Zealand, I don't know because I don't follow New Zealand Harness, but I have been informed that she's very capable. So that's uh, always good to hear. So, yeah, we've had 3000 at $3. So 3k at $3. So that's for the punters podium. So anyone who's not involved yet, that doesn't matter. You can get involved. That's right. And you're part of that bet. Yep. Anyone listening now, uh, we'll tell you how to get involved at the end of the show. We haven't posted those online yet, but we'll do that. But we will. We've, we've, we've had two early bets, uh, and basically we've taken that out of the pool that we've been yep. able to carry over. And we'll, yep. you've got the notebook, and it's all uh, ridgy dig. So $3,000 at $3 on Whiskey Cavalier Race 2. You guys are keen. Um, is there a rock-bottom price where you become cautious? I mean, is it at 270 now for anyone wanting to have a bet? Is that still a fair price for Whiskey Cavalier? I'd go to 240 you would, Mitchell? Yeah. You don't I need to, Mitch, but if you didn't have your... Yeah, I did too. You do. Um, yeah. And it's Ebony and Ivory's going well, so I wouldn't be taking anything in the red, yeah. um, but confident it, it should be starting favourite. Yeah. Great. Good summary, guys. So race, that's races one and two. Another race we do want to really hone in on is race three. Darren, I spoke to you. This was a bet that you were able to sit at the TAB and uh, knock the price off. Talk us through yeah. what you like in race I stood, three. I stood there and waited for half an hour, refreshing every five seconds. And, this is um, a commitment the skipper of the punters podium <laughs> has got in his own time <laughs> down at the TAB. Uh, yeah, we're really keen on Monomia. Yep. Um, been following this horse a lot even before the Inter-Dominion heats. But this horse went around in the Inter-Dominion heats, right? Didn't get a run in the Constellation because its form is zero zero zero. But don't worry about that. If you go back to the Shepparton race, it finished 8.7 metres behind Mac Dan, right? They broke the track record. It finished, uh, I cast no shadow, finished 5.4 metres behind it and Zeus Prime at 4.3 metres. So it's only been beaten three and a half metres by horses that are well in the market. And, and people, he was, he was yeah. climbing over, she was climbing yeah. over the back of cast no shadow, yeah. which would be a dollar twenty in this yeah. race. And who is sort of somewhat, uh, given a chance in the final on Saturday night, drawn barrier yeah. one. So. So again, uh, there looks speed on. This is a horse that loves the mile. Um, I'd love it to get a card into the race because then we'd see a real, real electrifying finish at the end. But it can still win three wide solo. But so three wide, confident. three wide with a card up. You're almost starting to walk to the window. Not. I'll oh, never do that. <laughs> but, no, never do that. But close to maybe one step. <laughs> It'd be lovely at the six hundred <laughs> if it's got the three wide trail behind something that's carding us into the race, and we it's can gonna, just. It's going to be a fun watch for the punters because it's going to be a horse that you're going to be watching it down the back straight going, all right, come on, push the button, push the button, Ryan Sanderson. (laughs) And then when Ryan pushes the button, you're going to see it go, it's going to get up to the leaders very quickly. And it's just a matter of Ryan deciding when he's going to push the button and if he times it right. But it's going to be fun to watch regardless because this horse can go from last to first in about 70 metres you know, that's what it can do. We, we all love a swooper, don't yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. I think if, you, if you're backing a winner, you don't want to back a front runner. You, you want to back a winner that comes from last. I'm the mighty of course. Yeah. You love watching them, don't you? They're more enjoyable. Just round them Absolutely. Up. They're definitely more enjoyable. Mitch, uh, Brett and Darren are really keen on Monomia for the punters party. You've had 3000 Darren. Yeah, we've averaged $3.80. So we started betting at $5 and just kept taking it until we had enough, more or less. So, so we might have another go Saturday night. We'll see how we're going, so see what the pool's like. Really keen. But we've had 3000 and we've averaged $3.80. Are you keen, Mitch, at all, or are you sort of just sort of sitting on the fence in this race? Uh, sitting on the fence a little bit. Um, I actually happen to own the five, so I'm hoping Major Manbar can run a good race. Just go hard early, Mitch. Go, go hard, real hard early. And, and make, tack, it, yeah. make it for the punters club, you reckon? <laughs> how much <laughs> no, say have you I'm got uh, in the, uh, the driving tactics of your horse? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. It did open over the odds, by the way. I think it's into 21 or something now. Yeah. 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 Oh, look, I, 
I told the owners to have something each way. Take care of it again? I I didn't. (laughs) I I let the other boys. So 41 into 26, Major Mamba. He loves the the short trip from memory. He had no luck last week, did he? No, he got knocked over. Got it's knocked a, over. It's uh, a, the start before that actually went quite good. I agree. I agree. It's a strange market because Daylight at Dawn, who I respect, it's an honest country-type horse. It's, you know, close to second favourite. It doesn't make sense that Major Manbar should be 20s or 30s when Daylight Dawn's $5-ish because Major Manbar would take care of Daylight Dawn easily, in my opinion. So uh, the market's yeah, a bit I'd, askew. I'd like to think so. They should be much closer in the market anyway. Mm. We respect yeah, no, Captain Wilson did run very well at Ballarat mm. and it's a front runner and it's a, it does pull hard. So it, it wouldn't want to get crossed. It's, it's probably Steve out of Steve Cleave, any hope? An SCN, another SCN favorite. Steve Cleave's got a Not a horse that likes to follow the pegs. Mm. So not the right draw for it, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. We're keen on Monomia. So uh, punters clubs, if you're not involved yet, or even if you are, Monomia race three. Well, I'm not going to say it's going to completely uh, make or break our night, but it'll certainly set it up if we can get Monomia home. In race three on the card. Race four, before we take a break, guys, we won't spend a, a stack of time on here on this race. We've got Major Moth first up from a long break for Emma Stewart at $1.60, $1.40 out to $1.60. fellow dropping back from the Inter-Dominion heats and a horse I'm keen on, even still now, after being back from 16 into 6.50. One big show for Ricky Elchin. They're the three key runners in the market. Um, I'm just really taken by this horse. The last two runs in particular here in Victoria, second at Melton, splitting act now and Naratak Prince. That was the same week on burning questions. Clayton Tonkin actually marked uh, from memory Naratak Prince as his sort of bet of the card. And I backed uh, Naratak Prince thinking it might be able to run. I thought it would certainly run past one big show and couldn't. And then from there on, Naratak Prince has gone on to run really well in the Inter-Dominion Heats and make the final. uh, And it's certainly some sort of chance in that. And then, Last week at, uh, at Ballarat, buried three back the pegs and got out and flashed home, beaten two metres to Kowalski analysis. Uh, it was a bet to nothing at $16. I'm still happy to play it, $6.50, $1.75. I think it's near a mole to run top three, and I'm keen to have a little look at six fifty. Am I mad or am I onto something? Well, the form lines are there. Um, Major Moth was a star juvenile horse, and the trials have been very good. So really good. I couldn't take odds on, but trials have been excellent. Yeah, I'm in exactly the same boat. Um, clear top pick, Major Moth, but I thought it might open black figures and I'm not going to launch into the dollar sixty. One big show, yeah, flying. Um, definite each way chance. I wasn't a race that I was going to get too, in, too involved in. Brett, any interest? Oh, I agree. I'm very cautious on this race. I respect your comments on one big show, Tim. I'm just not sure it's found the right race. And I've been following Longfellow. It's actually been very unlucky in every Indominion heat, but it's more of a front runner. So I'm keeping it safe. So it's a whole race that I'm like, and I don't think Yambukian's. I love Yambukian, but I don't think it's come back. I want to have a look. I just want to look at him. Exactly. So there's, there's a lot of like, look back and watch here. I'm just. We'll uh, get our quaddies organized, I think. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I can't talk you into anything for the punters podium on one big show. What if Monomia wins? Can we have uh, something on then? Sorry, Tim. No, we probably won't change our strategy. I don't think we'll bet. It'll be no better race, I think. Let's end of the show. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to head off. <laughs> no, we won't completely head off. We'll we'll take missed, a, we've missed the price, really. We, yeah, yeah, we have. Um, at 19 or 16, I could have talked you into it. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic, guys. Four races down. We're playing fairly heavily early on, so we'll know yeah. where we stand in some capacity or another. Let's have a quick break, get a glass of water, recharge. We're going to head into the first leg of the Quaddy Race 5 on a massive card and into the Minion Grand Final night at Melton. 
The SEN track into Dominion 2022. Celebrating the best harness horses. Visit id22.com.au. This is the SEN track into Dominion show. Welcome back. Four races down, plenty more to go, and this is one of the big ones on Saturday night, the Inter-Dominion, the SEN track, Inter-Dominion Trotting Championship Grand Final. Queen Elida at $2. She is going to go around our favourite. Just Believe at $4.60. Mufasa Metro at 5 Majestuoso Horse 6 at $5.50. I think, guys, that's the four key chances. There wouldn't be too many other people out there saying that one of the other horses in the field can win. I might start with uh, you, Darren. Is this a race? I know we're going to get involved from a quality perspective. It's a wonderful race, but is it a wonderful betting race? Um, well, I think there's only four chances. Perhaps Prisian Artista, remote chance only, but four key chances. Um, a lot of a lot of discussion and a lot of noise about the map of this race. I just think it's noise. Um, it's interesting. I had a bet with um, Gareth Hall on his show this morning. Um, talking about the fact that uh, he reckons Mustafa Metro will hand up. I'm guaranteed, I'm sure it's going to hold the lead. Uh, it's had seven times it's led, um, five wins in two seconds. Why would you want to take a sit? And the time it took a sit was to Aldebaran Zeus in the Derby heat, and it didn't run down Aldebaran Zeus. So I just think that's its plus. It's its you know It's got a lead, and it's, you know, I'm sure it'll be holding the lead. So that's I think I we're in the same boat here, though. I don't think Mufasa Metro will be winning either way. Um, I wouldn't discount it completely because it's hard to get past. I don't think it can win if it takes a sit, put it that way. Okay. Back on Redwood Day, Tim, a lot of people were tipping Mufasa Metro because it was drawn to lead. Correct. And I wasn't quite on board yet. And I thought, um, Just Believe would still be too good. And it was because Just Believe was going as good then as what it is now. Mm. And honestly, couldn't get near it. Mm. And it's just got a real will to win, Mufasa Metro. He has had a setback before the start of the series. And Queen Alita got his neck in front, her neck in front in Geelong heat. And he fought back and won Mufasa. So I don't think he's out of it at all. Mm. And I think he's a very strong horse. People think he's not, but he is because he's a winner. Mm. So I don't, I'd be surprised if Just Believe could win going back to that Redwood Day race. So I think it's actually, if this was a regular Metro $25,000 final, we'd all be going, well, Queen Alita should be $1.50 because it's going to sit behind a leader and get up the sprint lane of a 2700 and I'd be happy to back it. So, so, so $2 is a good price? I think so. Yeah. I think it's a great price because I think it's probably a $1.50 chance. There should be some, should be one out in some of our quarties, I would, I would 100%. think, guys. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Lou, um, we've got to keep pushing through because we've got heaps to talk about, but... What do you think of Brett's comments? Are they, uh, um, is that rubbish or is he spot on? No, he's spot on. I don't think I can add too much. Um, they're, they're four even horses on ability. And the, if the map plays out the way we think it will, I think Queen Elida is going to be too quick. You've got to remember it was sitting parked outside Mufasa when it stuck its head in front and it kicked back. But uh, I think with that soft trip, um, provided there's no spanner in the works early out wide crossing Mufasa, I think Queen Elida is a great bet. Queen Alita, yeah, I'm with her. I've tossed and turned, but on the way down here, I just, I'm going to go with her. I've been on her for a long time, uh, and there's no reason to get off. And I, I listened to something Michael Guerin said really resonated with me. Um, people worried about whether she'll get a run or if she'll get out or not. Um, there'll be horses that'll drop off to her outside if if she needs to. One hundred percent. She is just a good horse, yeah, and I, far ahead of the others. The yeah. further the race is, sometimes the uh, the, the further the better ones get uh, yeah. get in front. So yep, absolutely. Queen Alida for me. Race six on the card. Um, I actually like one here, guys. It's the consolation for the Inter Dominion Pacing Championship. So the horses that didn't get through, um, sort of just on that periphery, they run in this really good race, and it's like a wildfire favourite at two seventy. 
But I liked the second favourite, Alta Orlando. I thought it was a tremendous run uh, through the heats there. Uh, I think it was at Geelong last time and did work early, couldn't find the lead, snagged back, found a spot and then came again to only be beaten narrowly. So Alta Orlando at 550, I could play. You guys uh, put your hand up if you want to play in this race, race six. Tricky race. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. It was a really good run and um, I hadn't seen that from it throughout the whole series, but uh, last start, definitely a big improvement. Uh, Jack Callaghan takes the drive again. Got to be a chance, like a wildfire. Not a lot of luck throughout the series. Um, it's my top selection. But do you I think, think like a wildfire can find the front, Mitch? Do you think better be the bomb to hand up? Uh, good question. I wouldn't be confident of it. I don't think better be the bomb's a stayer myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, Black Prince is obviously one that could fly out, but I think it would sit as well. So, I think it would too. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to lead to win, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, there's there's another one that's ready to win, Jellyby Sylvester. I'm not oh, sure if it's wow. this race, but it's, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. been so unlucky throughout <laughs> the series, work, hasn't no. it? $19? Yeah, we're out of place. Yeah, could, it, could it win this race? Absolutely. Yeah, it can it's win. probably more it of a genuine win. 750 chance, I yeah. would have thought. Triple eights had no luck at all in the heats. Yeah. And actually, the barrier draw for triple eight is no no harm. No problem. It's probably, no. probably done him a favour because he has to be driven this way. Well, mm. we've talked about the race prior. We're saying that there's probably only four winning chances. Oh. Tell me what horse can't win this race. In this race, the one, I don't think the Perth horse has stacked up the form. Yep, too fast, too serious at $12. Yeah, Is there any eight, others that you as well, can't win? Mm. Uh, the, four, the four, not going good enough for mine call me. O- over this distance. The distance is a big factor. Mm. So Pitch Perfect gets, gets pineappled by being drawn behind the one. So that, that takes it out, and I don't think Bulletproof Boy can stay. So that takes it out, in my opinion. And Trip Torrid Saint, traditionally the first emergency for the Pacers final. Mm. It's amazing the strike rate they have in these races. So you just have to elevate them. Yeah, well, good summary there. So not a, not a between all, all of us It'll here. Be not a, a yeah, Two I'm I'm probably a little bit different to you guys. I'm keen to play Alta Orlando, but yeah. um, well, you're getting the price. Yeah, yeah. I probably. I mean, you can you play it the, each way. You missed the price. I think it was bigger, yeah, better. Was seven fifty into five fifty. I think you're silly not to have something on Jellyby Sylvester. I agree. At, yeah. at nine. I agree. Okay. And the punters podium might have something on that because yeah. that's that's a good price. Yeah, great. Race seven on the card is the Essien Track Inter Dominion Pacing Championship Grand Final. It's uh, it's our greatest race. There's no doubt about it. I've heard plenty of people argue otherwise, but no doubt it's our greatest race, and uh, it's our Melbourne Cup for the Thoroughbred listeners, uh, and it's our Melbourne Cup for the Greyhound listeners. I guess it's our greatest race. I cannot wait. Um, what a wonderful race we've got. There's not many horses you can put a complete line through here. Uh, but I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. Uh, we, we probably we can spend a few minutes on this because it's a ripper. I might start with you, Brett. Are you leaning one way or the other? Or? I'm very bullish about this race, Are Tim, you? as far as my tactical uh, approach. If I'm wrong, I'm happy to wear it, but I'm just going to bank everything on Act Now getting to the front because I'm extremely confident that's going to happen. And the great thing about Act Now leading is it's not one of those horses that's going to sit up and run a 63 half and go, oh, well, they didn't know real in this race. Yeah. This horse will run 29 quarters, yeah. so... If they can, they can still get up and win down the outside. Don't worry. So it's going to be a fascinating race. Is that now going to be completely at the top of its game? Probably. It's a funny horse because I sort of half wasn't sure about it until late in its two-year-old season. I thought it was a bit of a speedy type. And all of a sudden I thought, hang on, this horse is better than I thought it was. It's tough. I just hadn't, took me a while to realize because it wasn't winning by big margins. Mm. Then I realized it's it's got a will to win. Yeah. (laughs) So he's going to be hard to get past. So if the... First four jackpot. I'll be just taking everything I can think that can possibly run top four, 
and I'll take act now to win. Then I'll rove it around to run placings with, you know, less to run second, less to run third, less to run fourth. If, if you, if you follow my drift. Yep, I do. So you're very keen act now, Moo, which way are you playing? I'm, uh, I've got a little, a couple of little bets on it, a nice price act now, but I'm not as keen uh, as I once was. Which way are you playing the, the big one, the pacing championship grand final? Um, yeah, when Onalua Bay drew two, I thought, oh, it's the one to beat. But the more I think about it, um, it it's been taking a sit. It doesn't want to do all the work in a, in a truly run race. So I cast no shadow. Cam Hart's not going to hand straight up to, to Onalua Bay knowing that it's going to hand straight up to the stable mate act now. So if Dave Moran decides to press the button early he's and he doesn't cross, I game think, over. I think yeah. it's game over. Yeah. Um, I think he'll he'll be more inclined to say, well, the stablemate's probably going to work to the front. I'm going to have to work really hard to get the front. I don't want to do that with this horse. I want to use its sprint, yeah. keep it fresh for the end. Um, so for that reason, Act Now is my top pick as well. Um, the other one is Expensive Ego. Now, um, I know the stable... Uh, Luke McCarthy said, oh, I probably can't sit parked yeah. and beat him again. But, I mean, it, I think it, Melton is a, an easier track to sit parked and, and win than Geelong. So definitely. for that, on that basis, I'm uh, giving it a chance as well. So they're, they're my main two heat, plays. It's every heat, runs, yeah. every heat, elite yeah. performance. And track record, track record every heat and probably the best run of the night in every heat. Yes. So yeah. you can't write him off, can you? Yeah. Absolutely. Daz, like. quickly, what are you playing in the, the grand final? I really like Ak now. Okay. Um, I think he finds the front. I think Honolulu Bay, they haven't used him at all through the whole series so far, so why would they change it now? Um, so bullish, but I think that the barrier draw is actually a favour for better Eclipse. Um, if he had drawn four or five, he was probably no chance, but he's drawn out the back. If Bundoran could do what it did at Geelong, then something's going to come late. I don't know what it is, but it's either going to be better Eclipse, Bundoran, or Mac, Mac Dan, Mac or Dan, one of those horses. Emma Stewart's uh, something, is actually... Something will be swooping. And I don't know who it is. But it's, Emma Stewart's tip, Mac Dan's I want to be on one of those hers. ones. Okay. Yeah, at big odds. But yeah. Act now for you. What did Emma yep. Stewart say? Emma Stewart, uh, I was out there yesterday and uh, asked her what her top tip was, and she lent the way of Mac Dan. Yeah, mm. definitely. It's, mm. it's, yeah. See, it, just because it got beat the first heat, you forget yeah. it actually has been... Been I mean, it's a pretty rare series where you have the top four horses points, uh, the top four chances in our opinions have all performed just, you know, really well. So there's not, there's four dominant horses, really. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, for the record, I'm going Honolulu Bay after much uh, consideration. I cannot, and this is another Mick Guerin line, I think he's nailed both of them. I cannot get out that three wide performance yeah, at Shepherd and out of my mind. Uh, Honolulu Bay for me, I'm wary the map may not play out, but um, I'm taking a punt it does. We're running out of time. Let's take a quick break, our final break. We're back with the final few races, and we'll let you know how you can get involved in the punter's podium on Saturday night. The SEN Track Into Dominion 2022. Celebrating the best harness horses. Visit id22.com.au. This is the SEN Track Into Dominion show. Welcome back. Punters Podium, ID22 Grand Final Preview Show. We've got about six and a half minutes to wrap up the final few races and get you set and tell you how to get involved in the Punters Podium Punters Club on Saturday night. Guys, race eight, lot of muscle, favourite at 310. Very tricky race. Put your hand up if you're keen to play here. Well, it's the last week of the quaddy, Tim, so we'll just be trying to guarantee we have the winner in there somewhere. There's quite a few chances. I personally think Powder Keg is an outstanding chance, but it's a very unreliable horse, so I will be taking insurance. 
And I think Mitch likes Chinese Whisper and Darren is a share in Brandlow Prince, which was very good last start. So there, and a lot of muscle, he's drawn well. And so, a lot of chances. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, we're, nothing we're keen to play in outright. Uh, it would just be a quaddy, hopefully, for us. Uh, race nine on the card is a race we might be betting into. I might go to you, Brett. He's ideals $2.30 out from $2 you like. The chances yeah, I will do ideal. some more work on this race prior to the to Saturday night. But he's ideal for mine. It's a class horse. You know, he was got uh, uncharacteristically missed the start in the Yarra Valley Cup, which cost him the race. Otherwise, he'd have picket fences and... I think we're getting $2.30 for horse that's well down in class. I'm quite surprised we're getting $2.30. So I will be checking out our pool for punters podium, and we might have a large bet into this to, to finish our punters podium night. I like it. And um, it's up against my old mate Radius, but I don't think Radius can win this race. As good as he was the other night. Uh, class, isn't he? he is. Uh, he's $11 into six. Definitely not my money. Guys, we're planning to p- pay out the punters club on track after race nine. So race 10 is not a race from a punters podium perspective. We're going to get involved. If, Moo, is there anything you like in the last or, or Brett or Darren? You're a box of chocolates fan normally, Mitch, aren't you? Uh, I have been. Um, also, Magic Mike's been going better than its figure form suggests. So I agree. I, I, I agree. Definitely. Those two will fight out the last. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Happy to be watching. Now, uh, we spoke about quaddies, a uh, quaddy jackpot. Let's, uh, we've got two or three minutes to wrap this up, but how are we going to attack the quaddy? There's a 50, uh, did I say 50 or 100? So yeah. Potential 500,000. So we'll probably yeah. put $50,000 jackpot. We'll, we'll probably put fi- around about 5,000 through with the punters' podium. Okay. So the first leg is the, this, we think there's only four live chances. So we'll have Queen Alita on top. We'll, we'll um, take two lines in that leg, have Queen Alita on top of the Mufasa Metro, Ms. Jessioso, and uh, Just Believe. And the second leg of the quaddy is the consolation. So we might take a like a wildfire on top or we'll just bunch up the sort of six or seven chances that we can find. And then the third leg is the paces final where we'll take eight now on top of every remote chance we can find. So he will be one out in some quaddies? Yes. Definitely. And the last leg of the quaddy, we'll just take the sort of six odd chances that we can find. And um, if we have a di- if we have a good dividend going fingers crossed, then we're in a position where you go, okay, the horses we don't have, if they're 50 to one, we can pop a hundred dollars on them, et cetera, to cover the cost. We could do a segment on lay- whether you lay off or you don't. Uh, we'll talk about that another time, but you definitely do lay off for those listening. Ken Barker's a special guest. Or? Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, So basically to summarize, uh, Queen Elida in Ray, in leg one of the quaddy and Act Now in leg three of the quaddy are going to be played heavily as That's anchors. That's correct. That's and then correct. you'll work around the other two, go yeah, a bit that's, wider. That's sort of four possible combinations if we play it like that. Fantastic. Darren, I might throw it back to you just to, we promised we'd let people know if you're off track listening and you want to get involved, how do you do it? It's at Punters Podium on Twitter yep. is the best way to follow that account and get in touch with you. Yeah, it's probably the only way really. Um, so at Punters Podium on Twitter, um, send me, or follow me and then I'll, we'll, uh, we'll DM each other and um, we can get in contact and transfer money, et cetera. But probably have to do that by no later than noon on Saturday because it gives me time to get out on the track and get everything organised. So no no later than noon on, on um, Saturday, but you can buy as many tickets as you want, get involved. But the most important thing is get out onto the track. Yeah, um, it, that's it, the it best promises way. to be an amazing night. Fireworks at the end of it all, 11.45 if so you want to bring the kids. Out there as well. And like, feel free to come and say hello. Yeah. This, the whole thing's about camaraderie mm. and Mitch and I and Darren are here We're all and uh, the punters camaraderie is quite strong out there. You'd be surprised. And we're happy to um to have a chat on track and uh extend Absolutely the uh, extend the uh the warm feeling. And yeah. um this is our 
you know, this is our greatest race. So can't emphasise enough to get out there and watch our best horses, our best drivers, our best trainers in action um, and um, have a punt and hopefully we can cheer And be a part winners. of, um, I've said it to you a number of times, but be a part of, it's exciting for people to be a part of someone having 3,000 or something or five. Most of us don't have those type of bets, right. um, but we can all cheer them on together. Yep. Uh, you're going to be based uh, just outside the sports bar, I'm I told. I believe so, yeah. Which is signs, basically signs the winning up. post. Yeah, it's more uh, as you walk in, I'm sure. And if you don't, um, maybe the um, the MC there, you can go and ask him. Uh, he'll know where we are, but um, you'll hopefully find the, us. Hopefully the group of guys that are yahooing uh, after yeah. races two and three in particular. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a wonderful night. As I said, so at Punter's Podium on yeah. Twitter is the main way to get so in touch. So we'll probably close just on race two. So make sure we get on track nice and early so that um, you can give us some money and uh, we'll, we'll uh, increase that pool. And uh, look, if you can't, if for some reason you can't get a hold of us on Punter's Podium, myself uh, on Twitter, Tim O'Connor, yep. uh, Mitch Sidebottom, uh, Brett Carroll, someone, get in touch with someone because... It's going to be wonderful. If you can't get there, let's say you live in the state or in the country or whatever, uh, racing.com's got the entire night sorted for you on free-to-air. Trot's Vision is free to watch. SEN Track will be doing a, an OB on track. Josh Jenkins and Damian Watson are heading up the coverage. I'm going to jump on for an hour, so we'll certainly talk about the Punters Club. Uh, get involved. It's going to be a wonderful night. We're hoping 30,000 30, or thereabouts. I wouldn't put it past us to get more if we can get a good crowd on track with some good weather as well. Yeah, well, they're saying good weather, so, um, yeah, just support us and uh, we'll support you to have a good night. It's been a wonderful uh, show, guys. It's been a wonderful couple of weeks talking to you guys and enjoying this Inter-Dominion series. That has been the Punters Podium ID22 Grand Final Preview Show. Mitch Sidebottom, Brett Carroll, Darren Carroll, thanks for your help. Looking Thank you. forward to Thank seeing you, you on track. See you, boys. Thank yeah. you. Bye.